You know, there's this misconception out there that farmers and the farming community doesn't care about fish. It's just not true. And there's some pretty cool things going on in this community and in our farming community here in Whatcom County to prove it. In fact, farmers uh, putting their money where their mouth is. Uh, as uh, Fred Lickle said, colleague of mine, uh, Fred Lickle said in an editorial, an op-ed this uh, week in Cascadia Weekly, and you can certainly check that out online, or if you can grab a Cascadia Weekly at a newsstand, um, a piece he wrote about this project that we're going to talk about. Uh, is in there. I'm Dylan Honkoop. This is The Farming Show here on KGMI News Talk 790. Glad to have you here on Saturday morning talking about farming. And uh, what am I talking about? Well, there's lots of projects, but one project in particular that's really uh, been a cool thing that's going to help fish is already helping fish and farming um, just kind of southwest of Linden. Uh, and this has to do with drainage in farm fields with salmon habitat and how it's managed and how it's controlled. And the, the stream that we're going to be talking about is probably one that a lot of people don't know about or at least don't know much, if anything, about. It's, it's actually called a ditch. Duffner Ditch, but it's a salmon stream. Joining me right now with Reichardt and EB Engineering, based here in Linden, where I'm broadcasting from this morning. Uh, they were the project design firm for this this cool, you know, salmon friendly project. Uh, is one of their principals and managers, Dale Buys. Welcome to the program this morning. So you guys put together this project's been talked about for some years, right? To to redo the floodgate at the end of Duffner Ditch. That's correct. So explain what what was the problem? Why why was this being talked about? What needed to be fixed? Well, actually, Dylan, it's been talked about for more than decades. When Steve Seymour uh, wanted to improve the fish passage of the existing floodgates that were there on the culvert that drained Duffner into the Bertrand. But we got to complete that project finally this year. And the whole purpose of it was that the farm fields are low in the floodplain. And when the Bertrand Ditch or the Bertrand Creek or the Nooksack River stage elevated, it would back water up against those floodgates or it would back water into those farm fields and mm. make them less agriculturally productive. Yeah. So I, I want to talk more about, you know, how this actually works, especially in a flood situation, what it means for salmon and all of that. But first, you know, what is Duffner Ditch? Like I said earlier, a lot of people probably don't even know about Duffner Ditch, don't know what it is. It has ditch in the name, but it is a salmon stream and it winds up well, I guess where it starts in like the West Linden, even kind of Main Street area, right? That's correct. It, it get, starts getting water from north of Main Street and then flows all the way down through the floodplain and then discharges into Bertrand Creek. And, and into Bertrand, like just before Bertrand gets to the Nooksack River, right? That's correct. Not very far up from the Nooksack. So just kind of out past what Willie's Lake Road, Rathbone, out in that area where Bertrand hits the river. Yeah, it's it's about 
300 yards south of where Rathbone Road crosses the, the creek. So, you know, you talk about the problem in terms of drainage and water backing up and causing problems for fields, but the situation wasn't good for salmon in that stream, right? Uh, that was another part of the problem. That's correct. The, the existing floodgates were not as conducive to fish passage, and that's one thing that they tried to repair more than 10 years ago with a limited budget. Mm. But the project that we did this year greatly enhanced that. So if I understand, with the old installation, the old floodgate that was in there, it would oftentimes uh, keep salmon from being able to go up Duffner Ditch. That's correct. I'm not 100% familiar with how it operated, but it was mm -hmm. a normally closed system. Mm. So those those tide gates would be closed unless there was enough water built up in Duffner Ditch that would force them to open and flow into Bertrand Creek. Okay. So basically, there was a lot of salmon habitat that that stream uh, has for fish that that they weren't able to use because of that. Now, had that gone back quite some time, or you know, what's the history of of that stream way before it? it has been a salmon stream for a long, long time, right? Well, I, I'm not certain of, you know, the history of Duffner Ditch, mm -hmm. but I do know that it is classified as aquatic habitat yeah. with the Department of Fish and Wildlife. And that's why over 10 years ago, they were working to improve the old gates that we replaced. And if I recall, maybe you don't know this, but I'm trying to remember, I think it's coho salmon, um, in particular, that they are interested in uh, with the Dufton Ditch stream? I do not know that for sure. Okay. I, we sure could find that out yeah. oh, using I just, the old internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I just remember seeing that somewhere. So no, nobody quote me on that. Again, we're talking with Dale Buys right now. He's an engineer involved with this project, one of the principals at Reichardt and EB Engineering here uh, in Whatcom County, in Linden, we're talking about this new um, salmon habitat enhancing fish-friendly floodgate that was just installed. And, you know, for people who don't understand what it is, it's like, oh, floodgate, you know, uh, well, how exciting is that? But you guys came in there and actually got this situation fixed correctly. Like you said, it had been kind of band-aided <laughs> before. Explain what the, the project really was. What did you guys all come in and do? Well, it's kind of an interesting technology. Um, we came in, we dug out the two existing five-foot round culverts that had uh, normally closed floodgates on them. And then we replaced them with a six-foot by eight-foot concrete box culvert with what is called a muted tidal regulator. And it is wow. a... Wow, what does that yeah. mean? <laughs> it's... It's actually a really neat device that was designed and constructed by Nihalem Marine hmm. down in Oregon. And what it does is it has a float on the upstream side that when that float goes up, that means the water in Duffner is starting to reach a point where it's not so friendly to the farmers. And it allows the door to then, if it needs to, close. And... On the converse, when that float is down, it there's an arm that forces the gate on the downstream side to be open. So mm. 
this muted title regulation device actually forces the gate to be open more often, which then means that there's more fish passage. And so this is right on the, the banks of Bertrand Creek, another important salmon-bearing stream in the Nooksack River Basin, where the smaller stream, tributary, Duffner Ditch, uh, drains into it. What did it take to install all of this? What, did, what kind of work went on? I know there was a, a bunch of different folks and, and outfits in, involved with it. Oh, it, it was a fun project because of that. Um, there was a lot of people that participated. Uh, the NRCS had a grant, and they participated in getting us design information. The Whatcom Conservation District participated. Um Whatcom County River and Flood participated. They actually got some NOAA money from, uh, I think it was called Fast Action Money. Okay. So they contributed to the project. We had the Bertrand WID that participated. We had multiple diking and drainage districts that participated. I mean, it, it was a very collaborative project and, and lots of different funding agencies. And... As far as equipment and, and work on the ground, what did they have to basically dig up all the old stuff? And there, it was a little complicated because there was some water rerouting, right? That's correct. And fortunately, uh, there was one good side effect of the super dry summer is it uh, naturally dried up the existing Duffner ditch mm. so that it was easier for us to manage the water while we were building the project because we did we had to coffer dam off the work zones uh, so that there were no fish present in the work area and then any water that came to the work project from Duffner flowing where it needs to flow we had to manage that but there again through cooperation the local farmers would time their irrigation so that they would use the water for that beneficial use and keep it out of the work mm. zone while the contractor was doing his work to install this new device. Kind of a choreographed dance. Correct. <laughs> it took a lot of collaboration, but it went very successful because everybody was buying into the project. So I've been out there, and this is Dylan Honku, by the way. This is the Farming Show here on KGMI. Uh, Dale Buys with Reichart Nebe Engineering is with us on the program talking about this new floodgate just installed, just in operation um, near the Nooksack River on uh, the intersection, the, the confluence of uh, Bertrand Creek and uh, smaller salmon-bearing tributary Duffner Ditch. I've been out there, and it took some excavation and reshaping um, kind of rerouting things uh, to work better and and to make it friendlier for salmon as well as better for the fields around there, right? Yeah, the, the goal of Whatcom County River and Flood is involved in what they call a flip process. And the whole goal is farms, fish, and flood. So this project embodied most all of those. It, it provided better drainage for the farmers to have productive agricultural land. It provided... Uh, good flood protection. Uh, actually, Whatcom County River and Flood participated in modeling the outcome of this project to make sure that it did provide good flood protection. And as we talked about before, it increased the 
amount of time and the viability of fish passage, which according to the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife Salmonscape webpage, there is documented presence of coho salmon. Okay. And basically it sort of, in a lot of ways, reopened that stream for much of the year when a lot of the year it really wasn't super accessible to fish. That is absolutely correct. Now, if I, if I recall... Um, there's another benefit to salmon with all of this too. I mean, that one that it, like we've talked about that it's open much more of the time when the water isn't high. And then when water is high, like you said, this float system on this thing automatically closes the floodgate. So the water from Bertrand Creek and the Nooksack river doesn't back up into the farm fields, but that's good for the fish too, right? It does. It is. It, it allows them to do some resting. And the other thing also is uh, the nooksack and the fish trap, sometimes if they overtop their banks, they would flood into Duffner area. Mm. But then with, if the scenario happened where the gates were still closed, those fish would be trapped in the Duffner. So mm. with the, the gate being normally open, there's less fish entrapment. So they don't get trapped, and it gives them kind of a place of safe harbor in that high water scenario when the fish actually don't, from what I understand, don't like to be like out in the main stem of the Nooksack River. And anybody who's seen it during flooding time knows it's a raging torrent of water that comes down there. That's not good for salmon, and they, they can basically hide out um, in, in these streams protected by this new floodgate. To the best of my knowledge, as an engineer, not a fish biologist, yeah. you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, one of these days, maybe we'll get uh, Frank Corey with the Whatcom Conservation District uh, on to talk about this stuff as well. I know he was involved with this, and, and I've talked to, about this with, uh, with him, uh, these kinds of things about uh, on these, this issue before. Um, this is kind of a similar device and a, a similar installation to like down there by Rich Apple's farm, right? Is the same kind that, of thing? That's correct. It's, a, it's, that one is an MTR as well. So this is, how new is that technology, these self-regulating fish-friendly floodgates? It sounds like kind of a game changer that maybe could be used in other spots too. Yeah, that is correct. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but uh, this, I believe, was the third one installed in Whatcom County. There's the Apple Farm and then the DeBoer installation mm, right. closer to Ferndale. And then I know that they've been using them a lot in Skagit County, but this individual, Nahala Marine, has actually travels clear down into California to install these. Wow. So now what, and again, we're talking with Dale Buys. Uh He's an engineer principal with uh, Reichardt and EB Engineering. He was involved with this project. Uh, Reichardt and EB was the uh, project design firm for this. And again, involved with a bunch of different entities and landowners, et cetera, et cetera, to make this whole project on Duffner Ditch happen. You talk about the, the history of getting this done and that there was kind of a Band-Aid solution a decade ago, but it's been talked about even before that to, to solve this correctly. What took so long? What, what all had to come together to, to finally make this happen? Well, I think initially what, what needed to take place was some seed money. Um, and that's where the, the local farmers, the landowners, put in an application with Frank Corey to get some equip money. And they were successful in getting some funds to get it started. And then 
they brought our firm on board and we started doing the design and found that, wow, this was actually going to be more expensive than mm. the equip dollars. And so that's when the, the excellent participation of all these different members of the community came into play with, we started working on how to find extra money and the Whatcom County was really key to figuring out how to take all those different little pots of money and put them together and, and allow the Bertrand Wid to have a successful project. Um, it was, it was a really neat collaborative effort, but then once you, once you get the design and the funds, you also have to permit it. Yeah. And, you know, Frank Corey worked really hard on that WDFW Whatcom County, they all worked really hard, but being that this was a benefit to the fish, that helps with the permit process because there's there's not as a need to mitigate because it's self-mitigating. It is a habitat improvement just by the nature of the project. And that's awesome because with, some, with stuff like this, we can have a win-win. You know, back to what I said at the beginning – uh, it's a misconception that farming farmers, the farming community don't care about fish. And it's also a misconception, a misnomer that, you know, it's one or the other that you have to pick either what's good for farming or good for fish, but it can't be both. And this, this project demonstrates that that doesn't always have to be true at all. Um, that both can be, you know, benefited we can do good things. We can help farming in this community. We can protect fish, restore habitat. And as you've been talking about, Dale, with all the collaboration that it took to do this, you know, that wouldn't be possible if all these different entities weren't able to, to make things happen, didn't have their hands tied. That's correct. Well, thank you again for uh, chatting with us here on the program and, and more importantly for doing this kind of work, making this possible. It, you know, it takes professionals like yourself uh, to do this, right? You know, lots of people have the ideas. Again, lots of people are involved, uh, but you folks make sure it's designed correctly. And, you know, engineering is kind of important when you're um, fixing up streams and putting in new technology and all that kind of stuff. So again, uh, we appreciate your good work on that, uh, benefiting fish, the farming community, uh, and everybody, I, I think, here in Whatcom County. Again, Dale Buys with Reichart and EB Engineering with us here on The Farming Show today. Thanks, Dale. Thank you, Dylan. And I do want to say thank you to other people as well, because it, it wasn't just me. I mentioned a lot of people that participated in making this a success. There's people that asked me to help and participate. And then I have a team of engineers and drafters and technicians that it wasn't just me at Rykart mm -hmm. Navy. It was, there was a whole bunch of us that participated and made this a success.